Right now, let's go talk to Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. He is standing by on the Roast Number Coffee guest line. How you doing, Clayton? I'm doing great. Hope you are, too. Yeah, good summer. Moving fast. Hard to believe we're past the midway point uh, in July. Uh, As you're looking at fall camp and we get through Big Ten football media days next week, I think the biggest story for Michigan is stay healthy during fall camp and let's get to the games that matter on the schedule. Definitely. And they're entering fall camp pretty healthy after a spring in which a lot of guys sat out. Uh, some guys had some procedures that they uh, you know, were you know, recovering from and getting healthy from, but I think that was pretty strategic. You know, they, a lot of guys went, underwent some surgeries early on in the offseason to get themselves healthy for this point. So you hear Blake Corum's 100%. Will Johnson is nearing there. Donovan Edwards had a couple things done to both his hand and his knee. He's he's good to go now. Rod Moore, the safety. So all sorts of guys. Uh, a couple guys banged up up front. But they're going to enter fall camp really healthy. Um, and, and that's going to be big. And you got to keep them that way. And you got to continue to do that. They'll be able to get them some rest early on in the season in some of those non-conference games. That uh, Let's be honest, the starters will probably be in for, what, first half and maybe a drive in the second second half and then you, you keep them fresh for the start of the Big Ten season so uh, staying healthy is going to be big we saw it kind of you know hurt Michigan last year without Blake Gorman at the end of the year even though they what they did was incredible uh, without him at Ohio State but definitely need all the horses this year if they're going to try to achieve what their uh, what their ultimate goal is yeah so you answer really my first question uh, where is the health of this team right now 100% healthy going into fall camp like you mentioned yeah it seems like it um as I said, you know, a few guys in the spring that were banged up, but I think they handled that pretty well. I mean, those were some veteran guys that probably don't need spring ball at this point in their careers. Uh, even a couple guys that transferred in got, got some uh, things done to to clean up some of their health. Drake Nugent uh, from Stanford, the center who I expect to start, and you're seeing him pop up on some preseason All-America lists. Uh, he was out in the spring, but should be good to go now. And the funny thing is, too, about all these guys, that we've talked to throughout the offseason, the ones that sat out the spring look significantly bigger and, and more in shape in the upper body, especially because they talk about it. Uh, there are about 10, 12 guys that were in there in the weight room while everyone else was practicing. So they were still getting their work in under Ben Herbert, the strength coach who has garnered a ton of, of praise over the last few years. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, it seems like these guys are in good shape and healthy, although they would never tell us they're not in great shape, right? Everyone's at the, in the best shape of their life at this point in the year. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. What's the official? I know Big Ten Media uh, football days are next week. What's the official start date uh, for fall camp for Harbaugh? The report, August 1, and then first practice, August 2. So pretty quickly after uh, Big Ten Media Day, just a few days. And, uh, and those guys are getting going. They're doing uh, player-led practices right now strength and conditioning workouts in the weight room but it's going to come quickly here and, and we'll see you know learn a little bit more about what this Michigan team is all about you know you're not going to learn a lot because there's really no preseason preseason mostly will be uh, the softer part of the schedule uh, to start the year uh, if you were an opposing coach hey, if you're Ryan Day who thinks Michigan every minute of every day uh, where are weaknesses where where are exploitable parts of this Michigan football team on offense and defense? It's a great question. I'll, I'll start on defense, and especially given the matchup, if you're saying, if you're Ryan Day, I mean, you have one of the top 
uh, probably that's I think it's, it's you know not controversial to say the best receiving core in the country led by Marvin Harrison Jr. Michigan, you know, they have a really good corner. I think Will Johnson could be an All-American this year in his sophomore season. But there's kind of a question mark at that other corner spot. They brought in Josh Walls from UMass. Um, you know, but that's going to be a big step up in competition for him. There are a few other young guys that don't have a ton of experience that will contend for that spot. But, I mean, I would, you know, I know it will be game 12 by the time Ohio State plays them and they'll have more experience then. But I would try to pick on maybe the guy on the other side of the field of Will Johnson at corner. So they've got to solidify that, and I think that'll kind of work itself out throughout the season. Uh, but the pass rush is something that, that I've continued to talk about throughout the offseason. Uh, they got to be able to get pressure and get sacks with four guys blitzing or, or rushing, you know, without blitzing an extra guy or two. Uh, in the TCU game, if you remember all those big plays from TCU, in the, especially in the second half, Michigan had to bring extra extra guys to get pressure and that left the defensive backfield vulnerable. So I think Michigan's got to have a guy or two emerge as a pass rusher. And then, you know, offensively, I think it's, it's does Michigan have that counter on a week-in, week-out basis or even drive-in, drive-out uh, if, if a team is going to stack the box and try to stop the run. We saw it a good amount last season. Um, you know, it was a struggle at times in other situations. Um, but, you know, are they going to be a little bit more balanced? And, uh, you know, do they have the game-breaking receivers that can help them do that? I don't necessarily think they have a first-round type there or anything close to that, but I do think they have enough weapons between wide receiver, tight end, running back to be able to be more balanced this year, plus J.J. McCarthy is a year older. So I think that'll bode well, but it's still a little bit of a question mark, and I'm interested to ask some of these guys about what that next step is for this offense next week at Big Ten Media Day. You know, speaking of Big Ten football media days, uh, Ohio State, uh, they'll have a new quarterback. Uh, when you look at the Buckeyes going into this season, obviously second-best team in the Big Ten. So the question is, uh, what do the Buckeyes have going into the year? They've got a lot on defense. I know people, you know, and, and people especially around Ann Arbor, you know, we're, they're still making jokes about the Ohio State defense and how you know Michigan was able to have all those big plays last year. Um, but they have a ton coming back, and that's going to be a motivated group. Tommy Eichenberg, uh, who played you know, with, with two hand injuries last season at the linebacker spot. Denzel Burke at corner. Uh, Tumalau, or however you say his name, uh, at the defensive end spot, who had two, two picks and two fumble recoveries against Penn State. they got a ton of talent on that defense. And what you hear out of Ohio State, too, this spring especially, was Jim Knowles, their defensive coordinator in his second season, has made some tweaks. Maybe he's adjusting to, to knowing he has more talent than he ever has coming from Oklahoma State a couple of years ago. So they got a lot coming back on defense. They, they're going to have a new quarterback, though. Uh, but you surround him with one of the best running back rooms in the country. You surround him with the best receiving core in the country. Cade Stover's back as their tight end. They added some talent from the transfer portal on the offensive line. So it's still going to be a loaded Ohio State team. I'll be interested to see what the media does in the Cleveland.com poll. Uh, which is the unofficial official media poll going into Big Ten Media Days next week. They picked Ohio State as a unanimous winner last year, even after Michigan won the Big Ten two seasons ago. I think they'd probably pick Michigan. I don't have a vote, but they'd probably pick Michigan this year. Um, But it doesn't guarantee anything either. Um, That's going to be a loaded Ohio State team. And the Cleveland.com poll, by the way, the great folks down in Cleveland have got it. uh, They've got it correct three out of the last 12 years. So, um, you know, it's usually a team – that that maybe not everybody expects. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But Ohio State is going to be 
very, very good and talented once again. Who's going to be the surprise team in the Big Ten? There, there seems to be one team every year. Yeah, now some here are saying it's going to be Michigan State. I, Mel Tucker uh, was on the was on the watch list for being one of the top uh, coaches in college football uh, this year. So maybe some are expecting the bounce back year. Uh, who do you think is that bounce back or surprise team in the Big Ten this upcoming season? Yeah, I just look at Michigan State's schedule. It, it's so tough. Washington, and then you have to play the three you know, top teams in the Big Ten East. So I think making a bowl and winning seven, eight games would be um, you know, forward progress for them. But I'm, I'm looking at, I don't know if this is a huge surprise, but I got Iowa winning the West. I think that defense is going to be pretty nasty again. And then Cade McNamara, we know what he can do offensively. Uh, if you have some help around him, and they've added some pieces. I know their offenses have been kind of a joke over the last two years, but it's not like they've been terrible every single year forever. I mean, it's not impossible that they have a serviceable offense. So I'm going to go with Iowa. As far as a total surprise, I'm interested to see what what um, Nebraska does under Matt Rule. Uh, I think, you know, he's a guy that, that can build programs, so I think that they're going to make a bowl game. That might be a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Minnesota probably take a step back. And Wisconsin, I just have no clue on moving to the air raid offense. Uh, so that's kind of why I'm hesitant on picking them. That's why I have Iowa. To uh, I don't think they'll be picked to win the West, but I think they will end up winning the West and making the Big Ten championship. And I know what you're thinking, Clayton. You are just, and the rest of the team, you want the Cade versus JJ Big Ten championship game. We got stories to write. That one writes itself, man. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, you think about it, you're J.J. or Harbaugh. If it is Iowa, as you're predicting, and you got all and uh, Cade on there, you need to win that if you don't win it. And Cade would ruin a shot at a national championship with Quorum and Edwards. (laughs) You talk about the payback bowl, right? Yeah, I mean, it would be – so the downside of that game, it would be a really fun one to write about, watch, you know, all that. But the downside, if you're Michigan, losing that game would be oh. absolutely brutal. Mm. Now, if you're 12-0 and going in and you lose, do you still make it in, um, you know, with one loss? We saw Ohio State not even have to play in that game last year and get in and almost win the national championship or get there. So uh, that would be interesting. But we're talking way down the road. But I do think we, we could get that matchup. Like, at least that's what I think. Oh, that would be unbelievable. Cade versus J.J. in the Big Ten title game. And also the biggest win for Michigan since that loss to TCU uh, was Ohio State missing that field goal because if Ohio State would have hit that field goal to beat Georgia, I think they would have destroyed TCU. And even with Michigan drubbing them in Columbus, that you could have had the Michigan-Ohio State National Championship game, but Michigan blew it against TCU. And if Ohio State would have won that natty ring, oh, my Lord. Wow. Oh, and no one would – yeah, no one in Columbus would remember that they lost. No. And they'd they'd have the one up. They'd have it on Michigan. They'd have it on Michigan. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, Clayton Safey, uh, TheWolverine.com. Quickly, i got a couple minutes left. Uh, every time I'm looking at the Wolverine.com, uh, Juwan Howard's trying to land this transfer portal guy. This guy could be coming. You know, we're mid-July now. When's his roster going to be set for the upcoming season? 
Yeah, it must, it's kind of how it goes at this point. You see some other schools in the mix, too. I think West Virginia is a school that has eight, eight scholarship guys, so they're trying to fill it out, too. Michigan's been in the mix for some of these guys. Actually, a guy from West Virginia who recently left after Bob Huggins was fired, Jose Perez. He's going to be on campus at the end of July here once the uh, quiet period ends, the dead period, uh, so they'll be able to get kids back on campus. Uh, he's a wing that uh, has played most of his collegiate career at the lower levels was at Manhattan recently so um, it would it'd be a little bit of uh, you know you don't know what you get until until the season happens but that could be a pickup for a rotational player and then another guy out of Memphis a backup big man Malcolm Dandridge who Michigan needs a backup five and, and he would fill that role but those are the two that are on the board that we know of right now uh, but Juwan Howard and his staff I don't envy them having to try to fill out a roster the entire summer um, but at the same time they've they piece it together uh, at least decently well to, to give yourselves a shot. But that's kind of where things stand at this point. Yeah, and I think Howard needs a huge bounce back year, or I don't think he's coaching this team a year from now. And that could be him moving on to another job in terms of becoming an NBA assistant uh, or a head coach, or um, Michigan goes in a different direction. It is a big year for Juwan. You can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics. You can get ready for fall camp, the Big Ten football media days next week. Clayton Safey, Anthony Broom, Chris Ballas, all at thewolverine.com. Clayton, looking forward to talking to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks so much for having me.